Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. We've got some great partners with the Creative Brew. First of all, Panels, Comics, and Coffee Bar here in beautiful Oceanside, California, right off of Mission Avenue. They've got some of the hottest graphic novels and comics out right now. They also have a wide assortment of merchandise, toys, as well as back-issue vintage comic uh, comic books and that I'm sure has some hidden gems in there. If you mention the Creative Brew, you'll get 10% off of your next purchase. You, you can also check them out on social media at Panels Coffee or go to PanelsCoffee.com. My next partner is Elevate Coffee Trading, and if you appreciate specialty coffee, enjoy outdoor adventure, and love helping elevate the lives of children around the world, then you're going to love Elevate Coffee Trading. Their mission is to extract hope through love, coffee, and adventures. There's free shipping in the United States, and every bag of coffee helps sponsor health and education for children in coffee-producing countries and in areas of need in the United States. You can use promo code ELEVATE21 on your next order, and you can follow their journey on social media at Elevate Coffee Trading. Or you can visit online at ElevateCoffeeTrading.com and let's start extracting hope together. Another partner of mine is AstroPad. And if you're a digital creator like me and you constantly use your iPad Pro, you can actually use AstroPad to change your graphics tablet into another professional graphics tablet. Um, so you can use Photoshop, full versions of Adobe, Adobe Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, all your favorite programs right on your iPad Pro or graphics tablet. Um, this has been an awesome tool for me because I'm always having to do uh, some fine-tuning, editing, repainting, um, recoloring on, on various um, design projects or working on logos. AstroPad is a huge asset for me. Um, for teachers and, and uh, students and educators, they actually have a great deal going on right now. This is an annual subscription, so it's a, script, um, it's a, a subscription app, uh, but it's been a huge tool for me, and uh, I, I don't know what I would do without AstroPad. So you can check them out at AstroPad app or go to AstroPad.com. And my last sponsor is the CoboPod. CoboPod is a boutique video and audio production studio in, based in Oceanside, California. And if you're a podcaster, vlogger, content creator, uh, you honestly, you should really come by and check out the venue for yourself. Uh, anytime that I bring in a guest, they're amazed by the setup, amazed by the quality, the production value. Um, like I said, I, I think the Creative Brew just went up a notch. I actually went up uh, incredible levels uh, partnering up with CoboPod and I've been able to um, uh, create, you know, 4K uh, video um you know, everything looks great. Um, even the photographer that we have on staff, uh, you know, I'm, I use a lot of their photography for uh, for, for branded um, assets for the Creative Brew, um, as well as uh, the audio for my uh, podcast and my radio show. So um, if you want to feel like booking your session and maybe you're thinking about, you know, starting a podcast or maybe, heck, you want to just sit in one day, you know, I'm doing a, um, a podcast or a, I'm doing a show. Hey, come by, check it out. Um, see the venue, see the setup, check out everybody. It's a great vibe here. Um, but let's book your session today at CobalPod.org. Today we have Demetrius Thigpen, uh, also known as Meech Speaks. Uh, you can check him out on, on Instagram. Uh, 
definitely a, a very uh, enlightening individual um, with a military background, still in the military. Um, today, we're bringing him on to the show and talking about his journey, talking about the ups and downs, uh, especially with him being uh, in the military um, capacity and, you know, really trying to figure out what the um, the, the true definition of leadership is and uh, really sort of sharing about what, what he's done to, to sort of change uh, his narrative, to change his story. And um, also, too, he, he gives us some creative tips as well, some words of wisdom. So check it out and please comment, share, like, subscribe, and you can support the show at www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash the creative brew. And uh, this helps uh, keep the show going. So without further ado, this is Meech Speaks. Welcome to a new episode of the Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. Uh, today, we, we've got a, a very in, interesting individual, uh, enlightening individual, and, and someone that I think that uh, once you get a, you know, get a chance to, uh, to meet him and hear his story, uh, I, I think uh, it's going to leave you, um, honestly, you know, more inspired, more motivated, and, uh, and really for anyone that maybe uh, maybe they're, they're starting from from a certain point and maybe someone that, that feel like you know they, they may be at a point in their situation or in their life where they you know they feel like they need to make a turn um, this might be the episode for you uh, but without further ado I'll let uh, Demetrius I, he goes by Meech Speaks if you if you uh, listen to him on Instagram um, I'll let him sort of share his story and then uh, we'll we'll go uh, we'll go ahead and get going with the with the episode What's going on, everybody? It's that ordinary podcaster with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm Demetrius Thick, man, also known as Me Speaks. You know, the energy got to be good because, you know, this is the first, this is the first time, you know, like it's 2022 and this is my first guest appearance for 2022, man. So like, I'm really, I'm blessed. I'm grateful. Um, extremely humbled, extremely humbled. You know what I mean? Uh, a little bit about myself for those who don't know. You know, I, once again, I do go by Meech Speaks. Um, Meech, born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. And, you know, I grew up in a single parent household. Uh, mom did the best that she could. She really did do the best that she could. Father, on the other hand, was an alcoholic. And, you know, the problem with having like a father that's like that struggles with addiction. And I don't know if anybody ever like dealt with like addiction before in their lives. But the problem when you have somebody with addiction is that they come in your life in increments. You know, like I remember when I was eight years old, he sat me down and he said like, hey, you're going to be the man of the house. Fast forward, I didn't see him until I was 11. Fast forward again, 13, 13, 15, 15, 18. Last time I saw my father, I really want to say, you know, I think I had my first child. You know what I mean? Like I had my first child and he was still like he wasn't even tracking that I even had a kid at the time you know what I mean so like I don't even know my dad even know I got kids right now you feel me so that was always one of the biggest things um growing up in Detroit Michigan it's exactly what everybody always say it is you know what I mean now when I say like exactly like everybody say it is it ain't what everybody saw in eight mile like we ain't battle rap I can show, I can show you that we ain't battle rap <laughs> okay but the the drugs the uh the violence the crime rate that is true you know and I remember and I've always told people that if you don't make a change in your life, like if you don't decide to make a change in your life, your environment is going to do that for you. And that's not just growing up in like, you know, like in the hood, you feel me? That's, that's just in general, your environment is going to make the decision for you. So if you don't make a decision, your environment will make the decision for you. And that's a lot what happened. You know what I mean? I remember going to high school and 
you know, we graduate and you hear it all the time, like people that die, like right after high school, some people end up getting pregnant. You know, some people try to go off to college. You feel me? They come back home. College didn't think, didn't make it. Um, ended up working in the factory. You know, some people for me, on the other hand, I'm going to just be 100% honest with you. And I know a lot of people always say this, that they saw like the bigger picture. I legit saw the bigger picture. And it always, it, it came in like pieces, like, you know, like, damn, man, I, I don't want to sell drugs. Damn, I don't want to work, work at Chrysler. You know, there has to be a way where I can find some form of order in my life. And I don't have to worry about like the day-to-day increments of what everybody else is worrying. I didn't understand the military. So I was thinking prison. I was thinking like, damn, <laughs> like, like when, I, when you think of like order, discipline, um, you know, a schedule, you know, the first thing that came to mind, and that just to show you just how deep I was in, you know, is that like that the mindset was, it was prison. I was like, damn, like, I guess I need to go to prison if I want all of these things. But the reality was is that I actually just needed to be in the military. And, you know, I ended up uh, finding a military um, recruiter. And I say military recruiter because at the time I didn't know he was a Marine Corps recruiter. I just knew that he was in, um, you know, uniform. The uniform was ugly, to be honest with you. I'm just keeping it on it. Like the, the uniform was ugly. All right, like if there's any Marines or you know listening to this man, like he was, you know, he was in his deltas, and for some reason it just I was looking at the uniform and everybody always get wild by it, like oh my god, you know, the uniform is just so that was the ugliest thing I ever saw in my life, and I was saying to myself like, I mean I can get past that, you know I just need to get out of Detroit. I sat down, we talked, two months, let me say, um, three months later I was in the United States Marine Corps, and I've been in since 2009. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. wow. So what was so so for, uh, so for you? What was that that little pivotal um, point to where like you actually made that like, hey, I I need to make a change. Like I need to get uh, out of an environment. What was that? What was that? You know, honestly, I mean, you just said you know you're getting into the military, uh, but what was that? What was that one decision or maybe that one point in your life to where uh, you, you know you just said like I got to make a change or I'm I'm gonna die out here. Um. You know, I never told anybody this, but uh, I think it was it was honestly a month before I was joining. I was at my brother's house and, you know, I was sleeping there. And honestly, like, you know, when I say my brother, it's just a real close friend at the time. And we was we weren't even like supposed to be in that house. We were squatting in his mom's old house where she was trying to sell. So we were just squatting in there. And I remember having a dream. Right. And in the dream, the house got raided and, you know, they they, they came in for the drugs and. They killed him. And right when they were about to kill me, I woke up and I woke up in like a cold sweat. Like I was just like, yo, like, like, is this like, is this my future? You know what I mean? Like, is this, is this what my next path is going to be? So when I enlisted in the Marine Corps, I knew already that I didn't want to be, I didn't want to go to college. You know, I remember when they took the ACTs and the SATs and they sat us at that college. They didn't even call my name and I didn't even shrug. I, I, everybody else was upset, you know, that they named it like this day future. My idea of it was just, I, I didn't see myself in college that when my name didn't get caught, I was like, all right, well, whatever. So for me to join the military, I think that was the best decision for me. And I say it was the best decision that I could have made because everyone else around me did not believe it. They did not believe that I was supposed to go in the military. <laughs> No, it's uh, I, I know Dylan wor- working with uh, some of the military out here. Uh, you know, I'm on the West Coast. I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. working with uh, you know, get people from uh, Camp Pendleton and uh, that that come into the gym and and work out. And I usually you know start to get to know a lot of them. Um, 
you know, for you, I mean, everybody has those those pros and cons, but, you know, for you, uh, or maybe, you know, you can uh, elaborate, you know, to, obviously you can't go into detail or too much stuff, but, you know, what what's like, what's the pros and cons of, of you being in the military? Um, you know, if you can give us like a, a pro and then maybe, you know, what's a, what's a con? I mean, I know, I know for a lot of uh, the military I work with, a lot of them, feel like, um, you know, they're, they're trying to uh, sort of phase out of the military. Uh, they just, sometimes they feel like they're sort of bounded up or, you know, not having to deal with, you know, leadership and, and all the all the stuff that goes <laughs> with it. Um, I don't know for you, you know, what are, what are those pros and cons? Um, I, I, I want to say one of the biggest pros, and I'm glad that, I'm glad, I'm, re- I'm really glad that you asked me this question now at this point in my life. Um, one of the biggest pros that I would say being in the military is that you can actually dream. You can dream in the military. And when I say like you can dream, there's a lot of people that are getting out of the military and going straight into entrepreneurship. And we are able to do that. And we're able to essentially do a lot of the building, you know, like that first four or five years of entrepreneurship, you know, it's supposed to be some of the hardest times. We have the ability to be able to do that while still being in the military. You know what I mean? You're still receiving a primary check while you build your secondary. And until your secondary is big enough to be the primary, you can finally step off. So I just want to say like that, you know, one of the biggest pros to that is that it allows you to be able to do things like that. And even if you don't, even if that's not a path for you, one of the pros, and I think I have told people this before, it gives you the ability to find who you are. It's one of the biggest life hacks. I'm not going to say it is the life hack, but it is one of the biggest life hacks. Like you, you always hear about like people that say like, oh, I, go, I went off to college to find myself. I left home to find myself. Yeah. Well, I joined the military to find myself. And during that time I found myself, you know, I found out who I am, what I like, the things about me. And I had that opportunity to be able to do that when I'm not around my environment. I'm not around my family. I'm not around my friends who all have the exact same mindset that I have that was birthed from our environment. I'm away from everybody. So I really got to tough this shit out. I, we can cuss on here, can we? Yeah. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm bad. I, I, I keep... <laughs> no, you can... <laughs> but, you know, I, I really got to do that by myself. I got to figure all of this out by myself. And when I finally do figure out me, you know what I mean? Like when I figure out me, I can finally step into the direction in which I'm supposed to, because let's be frank here. The military is a stepping stone, you know, and I know a lot of people don't like to hear that. They don't like to hear that. Like, oh, the military ain't a stepping stone. It is because if it wasn't, we wouldn't be in this. We wouldn't be doing this for 20 years. You, 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 you see what I'm saying? Like you got 20 years to be able to figure it out. You see what I'm saying? You going to start a family, go ahead and start a family. But at the same time, you should be figuring yourself out and setting yourself up. So that way, when you leave, when you like 38, you are already stepping into a good situation. Now, I will say a con, a con to it is, is that the military is always going to be your primary, regardless of the situation. As long as you're in the military, it will always be a primary. Some of us do get lucky where we're able to be able to do our secondary lives, you know, podcasting, speaking, you know, I had to, I had to, um, I was fortunate enough to be in a command where they would, I would be able to come up to them and tell them like, Hey, I got a speaking engagement, you know, this weekend. Can I go, go for it, thick man. Hey, I got an interview at like three. Can I like head home and knock that out a little early? Go for it, thick man. There are other commands where the mission is the priority. And a lot of people get upset when they, you know, they hear that, like, you know, oh man, they only care about the mission. Well, the mission is the priority. Like you signed up to them. They didn't sign, they didn't seek you out. You feel me? Like they ain't seek you out. So that is the con is that, you know, 
you have to realize that you are still on their schedule. Like you're still on their dollar. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that, yeah, I think that's been the, one of the, one of the biggest <laughs> things that, uh, yeah, a lot of them come to me with and, uh, you know, uh, and I, in a couple of them that I've been talking to, they're, they're definitely, uh, got some got some plans that they're wanting to do but yeah using the uh using the military as a as a platform as a stepping stone um into the next career i mean i think that goes for really about any platform absolutely uh, you know you you use that i mean i know with uh you know with you doing podcasting and doing speaking and i know you i believe you got a a book too mm-hmm. well. yeah i am a published uh, author yeah so um yeah all those things are are you know stepping stones to to that you know, to that, toward that direction. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, even with everything you, you got going on, you know, what, what do you feel like is the, the, uh, your, your creative journey? What's, where, what do you feel like you're being sort of led to? I know you're, you're, you're you got the podcast out, you, uh, you've done speaking, uh, you, and you've got a, a, a very uh, entertaining uh, voice and demeanor to <laughs> the way you communicate too. So that, that makes it even better. But um, what do you, what do you feel like right now you're being being led towards to as far as from a uh just a communication voice um audience um right now you know am am I still coming in good yeah um right now I feel like you know and this is something that you know a lot of people like you know 2021 was one of the biggest shifts in my life you know what I mean? Like it was really a big shift in my life. I moved out of, you know, I moved from California mm-hmm. to Virginia. Um, probably that was a bad idea. I'm gonna just be hundred percent honest with you. That was a bad idea, you know, mm-hmm. give up, you know, it, it was really like, it really was like coming from like Olympus to come down to earth. Like it was, it was not a good idea. You know, it was, you know, good career wise, but, um, personally I did take a big hit. I took a big hit coming from Cali going to Virginia, I didn't understand how that environment really affected my life. Um, moving away from friends, moving away from family. I spent a lot of time alone. Um, I stepped away from podcasting twice in 2021. And during that time, you know, I struggled with depression. I struggled with anxiety. It, you know, I've always struggled with those things, but it really got the best of me, you know, and a lot of people didn't know that because I was still showing up, you know what I mean? And I really want to just take a moment real quick and just say that just because somebody can show, just because somebody can carry the load don't mean that it ain't heavy. Trust me, it, it's heavy. You know what I mean? It's just, it, I'm just used to carrying it. And I was able to show up. And during that time, I stepped away from Extraordinary Thoughts with Lauren A. And the reason why is because my last season, I felt like I had just dumped so much of my, my emotions, my raw emotions to the point where it felt like as if like I couldn't, I couldn't come back to that. I couldn't come back from this. I told y'all things that I never thought that I, I ain't even talked about out loud yet. And I, I dropped so much of it on there and I stepped away from the podcast. Um, 2021, December 24th, I was driving. Now, mind you, this is now a year. This is a year of me being here. And as I was driving, something just hit me. You know what I mean? Like, it, it really hit me. And it said, like, damn, Meech, like, you know how much growth you didn't experience this year? You know what I mean? Like, like, like people always talk about, like, like trust the process. You know, like, you know, you're going to, you know, praise the growth. That growth is, there's a thing called growing pains. Yeah. And it's painful. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> painful. And that process, like, I almost told people, like, I ain't trying to hear about the process. You know what I mean? Like, I know that A comes after, I know Z comes after A, but there's a whole bunch of other letters in that alphabet I have to deal with. Yeah. And as I was driving, right, like, as I was driving, 
it hit me all at once. You know what I mean? Like to the point where I really had to pull over because it was starting to choke me up. And I was just like, my fighting, my fighting ability had grown. My speaking ability had grown. You know, I had actually found things about myself that I had really buried. You know, like when we get so much success, we tend to forget like our, our shortcomings or our failures because we don't really, you know, we're a little bit away from them. I got a chance to see them up close and personal. And that's when I realized that I want to go back to Extraordinary Thoughts. I want to go back to my original podcast. I want to sit down. I want to talk it out. I want to, I want that podcast the same way that I made it to make me a better version of myself. I want to do it again. So this time, like that calling that's been bringing me back is back to my original podcast. Good, good. Uh, so, I mean, do you, so even, even there, you know, being, being there, I, I think, a lot of times we, um, you know, we, we go, we migrate from, from places to place, from place to place. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I've always been one of those to where you can, I, I feel like you can, you can plant and, and grow wherever you're planted. Uh, mm -hmm. do you, do you feel like now being, being over there in, in Virginia, uh, I, I know personally for me, I know it was a culture shock. I'm from Tennessee. It was a culture shock going, coming out here to, to Cali. I'm like, what is going on out here? It's fast paced, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, but I find myself now being, being planted after, you know, X amount of years, you know, knowing, uh, you know, a lot of the businesses and connecting with, with so many people just through the podcast. Um, do you, do you feel like now, um, being over there, do you feel like you're, you're being, you know, a little bit more rooted and planted now? Do you feel, do you feel more comfortable? Do you feel like, man, I, I would love to come on back out here to, to, to Cali um if the question is is that the first chance I get will I ever go back to California absolutely yeah okay <laughs> absolutely the, if, at any given moment if they told me right now like if the monitor came up to me and said hey um you know you can go back to California right now I'll be on the first plane I'll be on the first plane I'll be out of here right right then and there and it's not um I you know I'm not leaving because I'm in a bad situation yeah my, my my soul belongs in California my soul was out there when I found myself I found it in California you know I'm I met I met my wife in California you know I fell in love in California I have I have so many deep roots in California but just like what you said you know being able to grow where you're planted to be uprooted and then being able to grow here. I have made great friendships and I'm able to flourish out here. I'm actually, you know, being from Detroit, Michigan, I'm closer to home. So I yeah. have been able to like mend a lot of like family issues within my, on my other side that I've neglected because I was on the West Coast yeah. and just developing myself. And that's another thing is, is that I've grown to appreciate the isolation, you know, and I always tell people that there's power in isolation. You know, in California, I'm surrounded by loved ones. I'm surrounded by friends. I'm surrounded by everything that I enjoy. Out here, I had to get back to the nitty gritty. You know, it, it was almost as if I was back to recording in a closet with a phone again. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was back to that. <laughs> you know, I, I really, I really had to grow. I really had to do some emotional growing, some physical growing. To be honest with you, I won't say physical growing because I came out here 200 pounds. I'm like 170 now. So like I dropped, I dropped some weight. Yeah. Uh, like it was a bad cut, you know, um, <laughs> mental growth. It was, it was a lot of growth though out here. So I was able to definitely um, grow where I was planning. Cool. 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 Um, so uh, I know right now, I mean, what, what things for you, what, what's inspiring you right now? What's, what's uh, keeping you, uh, keeping you 
fuel, keeping you inspired? Um, what what things, uh, it could be anything, uh, you feel like is inspiring your life right now? Um, I want to say um, you, uh, my success. And I don't, you know, I, I know that may sound shallow to say, but um, a while back, somebody wrote, wrote and gave me a letter and they told me, it was like, allow yourself to succeed just as much as you allow yourself to fail. And what it meant was, is that, you know, when we fail, we are our worst critiques. Like we are, yep. we, if we mess up, we mess up a rep, you know, we mess up, the rep don't go bad. You know, we mess up on recording any little thing, we take it and we blow it out of proportion. You know what I mean? And I learned that about myself last year is that I was so quick to just analyze, dissect, nitpick, really anything that was going to be negative said, I was already saying it to myself. And it was based off of my own failures. You know, my anxiety getting the worst, getting the best of me, it's from my own, it's me that's causing it. I'm the one that's fanning the flame. But when I would succeed, and I think a lot of people tend to do this right here, is that um, when they succeed, they downplay their own success. You know what I mean? We blow our, we blow our failures out of proportion, but we minimize our success in a sense of like, I had, um, I tested out for one of my belts and somebody was like, you know, good job. And I was like, yeah, you know, but I missed a couple of things. I'm already being negative. You know what I mean? Like, like somebody gave me a standing ovation at a speaking engagement. I was still speaking in 2021. And, you know, I, I was just like, yeah, but I can be better. I ain't got to say that. You ain't got to say that yeah. about yourself. You know what I mean? So I told myself that I was going to succeed. I was going to allow myself to succeed just as much as I allow myself to fail. The same energy that I be having when I fail, I'm going to give myself that when I succeed. Even if it's a small victory, you need that win. You don't know when the last time you won. So go ahead and celebrate it and tell yourself, good job. So each time that I do succeed, I take a moment and I say to myself, like, good job, Demetrius. Good job. Cause you needed that, bro. You really needed that. Yeah, yeah. Why, why, why do you think it's so hard for uh, for for people to uh, you know tell yourself good job? You know, you know, give yourself those those small little victories and wins. Why why do you think it's so hard? Uh, we a lot of us sometimes, and I you know when I say a lot of us, I I say for my for me personally, we, I, I feel like sometimes I'm not deserving. Sometimes I don't deserve the win that I'm getting right now, you know, and I, I'm quick to compare myself to others, you know what I mean? And because I'm so quick to compare myself to others, I'm trying to measure my success off of their success. In a sense, I'm trying to measure somebody's level 10 to my level one, you know what I mean? Like they probably achieved that success before, but I feel like I should be achieving what they're achieving right now. What in reality, this is what I should be getting right now. And then also, you know, we always tell ourselves, you know, you got to be humble. You got to be this. Don't, you know, don't be so arrogant and stuff. I'm a firm believer that um, my arrogance is the reason why I'm alive. You know what I mean? Like my, 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 my self-love is the reason why I'm really alive. So when it's, when it's time for me to like succeed, I shouldn't be the one that's going to downplay it. I shouldn't be the one that's going to say to myself, like, oh, oh, well, you know, you can always do better. We always tell ourselves, we always try to have that competitive mindset, get <laughs> yeah. ready for the next fight, get ready for this, just keep on training, take a break, bro, and just give yourself that praise, you know what I mean? Like, allow yourself to succeed, 
because you don't know when the next time you're going to get a success like that. And you don't know when the last time you have one like that. Oh yeah. I mean, that's the truth. I mean, I, I know I'll, uh, I do a lot of, you know, a lot of design work and uh, I'll, I'll look at, um, you know, certain logos that, you know, students and stuff are wearing out of school and, and, uh, you know, people, you know, I'll, I'll get, you know, r- you know, raving, you know, people email me like, man, I love this logo. And, and um, I'll be like, man, I was like, maybe I could have tweaked this or maybe I could have tweaked that instead of like, man, like people are wearing something that you literally created from your, your mind, manifested it through your hands and people wear it all the time. You know, and uh, I think, uh, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. It, no it's, it's just one of those where like sometimes that's just, the, you know, just it could be amazing. Like, you know, you look around like, man, like, yeah, I created that. I made mm-hmm. this. You know, even when we're developing our podcast, you know, like we created this, you know, and it's that, and, you know, for, for the one or two people that do produce a podcast or do speaking engagements, you got 20 other people thinking about thinking about it. <laughs> doing you know what I mean? Thing. <laughs> I think so. one of the biggest things that while we don't really, uh, you know, why it's hard for us to allow ourselves to succeed is for the simple fact that it's because we're the one that's seeing it. You know what I mean? Like it's from yeah. our perspective, yeah. you know, and I, I love to cook. I'm like a real, like I really found like it to be like very, um, dang, I don't know the word for it, but it's something about cooking, like the prep, the, just the, everything that goes into it that has been real like Zen for me. And I, once I, when I find that word again, I, I promise you I'll say it, but <laughs> when I eat it immediately, I'm not tasting for the flavor. I'm tasting for what I'm missing. You know what I mean? Like, dang, it needs a little bit more salt. Hey, how is this? But when somebody else tastes it, they're like, oh man, this is good. You know, that's the same way we treat our success is that because it's ours, we know our flaws. When I listen to my episodes, I'm listening to my episodes and I can hear my stutters. I can hear when I miss my pitch. I can hear when, you know, I lost my trade of thought. I can hear when I cleared my throat. You know what I mean? And I feel like because of that, I'm not taking in the episode. I'm not, I'm, it's a good episode, but I can't take it in. And that's what it's like when you're doing something and you succeed. Yeah, you did it. You did good, but you are already nitpicking it in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh. yeah. I actually had a, uh, an interview earlier today and um, I, talk to them about, you know, just making an effort to uh, celebrate your small wins, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just being in, being in sports for forever. And, you know, I, and just being a, a creator, man, I, I just self pick all the time. And I probably haven't been doing it since I was in middle school, you know, just mm-hmm. hey, where, could I get where could I get faster? You know, where could I, you know, draw better? Or can I design this better? Um, mm-hmm. Instead of sound like, man, it was like, and now, now what I'm doing now is starting to look back and like, man, I was like, I'm creating all this content, a massive amount of content. Um, I mean, it's just like, celebrate, celebrate your small wins, man. It's like, there's, there's people that, you know, wish you were in that position. We're saying we're in your position mm-hmm. um, to do what you do. And, and uh, you know, we, we, we critique ourselves about, you know, not, not having the right intro or not, you know, not having the right tone or voice. And mm-hmm. So it's, it, yeah, it's just one of those went now I, I just find myself like, Hey, look, I'm not even, I'll do some small editing on the, on the podcast, but I'm like, Hey, trim it. Let's go. I'm not, you know, I'm not looking for every little thing and um, people still enjoy it. You know, people still absolutely like, man, I, Hey, I love your episodes. Um, and so uh, it's like, just 
I'll just keep doing what I keep doing what I'm doing. Honestly, yeah, I want to try to be a better, definitely working on uh, being a better communicator. You know, I'll, I'll, heck, even I'll, I'll look at your videos. I'm like, oh, I, I was like, I, I like how he's coming in with the, you know, he's coming in hard. I was like, okay, <laughs> where he's going. Um, but yeah, I'm always, I think now just podcasting more and more, like I, I find myself like being more fine tuned in the craft. Like, okay, how are they delivering mm-hmm. this? How That's are they communicating this? Um, so yeah, man, it's just, it's just the, 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 the process. No, so. I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, we're going to go into uh creative tips. You know, this is something I, I, I ask all my guests and I, I've mm-hmm. had probably more than a hundred creative tips from, from various guests, but, uh, what, what's a creative tip or tips that you can provide our audience? Mm. Uh, well, as far as like uh, social media goes, or it, just, it could be uh, life, I, okay. it could be anything. Okay. Um, in life, I feel like I gave I gave a couple of creative tips in life, like like quick life hacks. Um, for those who are like wanting to hop on like social media, as far as like creating content and stuff, one of the biggest things that I've learned about social media is that you you will get upset with God over a blessing that you're not even ready for. You know what I mean? And what I mean by that is that a lot of people always want to have a lot of likes. They want to have a lot of followers. Um, I've seen, I've had people reach out to me and say, how do I get more followers? How do I get more likes? You know, how do I get more engagement? And the reality is, is that you got to, before you worry about that, create something for a community that you are expecting to come. Because when you get the community and you don't have nothing to offer them, they're going to go to somebody else to get it anyway. You know what I mean? And nobody just want to follow you just for the sake of following you. Um, another creative tip that I would say is, is that don't ever think that just because everybody else is doing it, that you are exempt from being able to do it. And what I mean by that, people don't say like, oh, you know, I don't want to create a podcast because everybody got a podcast. Yeah, everybody got a podcast, but everybody podcast ain't good. All right. I'll just be on, you know. I mean, we don't, we don't heard a couple of podcasts. Now. Like, like, like we don't, we don't heard them, you know, sitting back thinking like, damn, I can't even believe he aired this, but you know, that's, you know, and, and a lot of times people will not take that step forward because they feel like the community already has enough of it. You know, the community does not have enough of you. They do not have enough of you because you are the only one that's going to be able to tell that story in the way that it's supposed to. I When I stepped into self-help, that self-help realm, I mean, it's a plethora of podcasts about it. You know what I mean? But I'm the only one that's going to be able to tell it from my point of view. So I stepped forward with it. You know what I mean? And I think that was one of the biggest things that um, really helped me with the situation. And I think my last creative tip, you know, and I hope I hope these are creative tips. Like I hope oh, this yeah, one yeah, helps. No, like, this, like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. Um, strangers and supporters. Um, your biggest supporters are going to be complete strangers. Yep. Your biggest supporters is going to be some co- is going to be complete strangers. If I take something right now from Instagram, post it on Facebook, I guarantee you that thing could probably get like ten likes, ten likes, two views. I guarantee you that. And the crazy part is, is that on Facebook, that's where all my family and friends are. That's yep. where all my family and friends. And I'm talking about like people that know me since I was a kid. But I take that exact same thing, drop it on Instagram, and it'll poof, go all over the place. And the reality, and I want people to understand this, is, is that we, we get upset with our family and friends because we think that they're going to be the first ones in lines to support us. But the reality is, is that sometimes our family and friends and our target audience. 
Sometimes our family and friends can't wrap our wrap their head around the idea that you are that person now, that you're not the person that they used to know. You know, yeah, is it cool to have somebody support you? But the reality is, is that you should be the first person supporting you. They'll come later, but make it for the person who has never met you a day in their life and they are now hearing you. And then I'm telling you, like some of my biggest supporters are like my, I've never even met these people. Like, like I never met them and I grew to meet them later on. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, those, those are some great tips. Uh, yeah, I, that, yeah, that happens all the time. You know, I, I'll, I'll see, I, I've got a lot of, you know, a lot of friends and a lot of them, you know, they'll, they, maybe they have some business idea or something they're trying to get going and, you know, they're expecting, you know, their, their friends and family to support them. Like, no, it's, <laughs> I was like, you know, and I, I mean, you, you create it, you, you launch it. Um, but that's not gonna be your, that's not gonna be your market. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think a lot of them are like, you need to support me. You know, how come we ain't supporting each other? You're not my market. That's not, <laughs> you're not, and you, and, and you, you really like a lot of people get upset with that. You know, like they're like, dang, man, you don't support my stuff. You're not his market. Like he's not in your market. I got a friend right now and you know, I ain't gonna say his name, but he make music. You know what I mean? He make music. And just between me and you, that shit is trash. All right. It's trash. All right. Like I just got, I got, I, you know, it's been on my heart. It's really been, that's been on my heart for quite some time. And I've really been letting it fester. Okay. It's trash. All right. But it's not, it's not the music for me. It's not my type of genre. You know what I mean? So when I listen to it, when I listen to it, I'm not hearing the creativeness. So, so. I really had to take a step back. Like I had to take a step back and say to myself, like, that's probably how some people feel. Like that's probably how some of your family members or friends feel when they listen to your podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they may not, they may think that you trash, like they may not be feeling it and it's okay because that's their opinion to it. You know what I mean? Like, and I've had to tell them like, man, I can't share this. I can't share this man because I can't get past it, bro. Like it's pack it up, just pack it up. What what kind of music is it? Is is it's rap, man. And I'm a, I, and I, and oh. I love trap music. You know what I mean? I love rap. You you feel me? I love rap music, love trap, but it it, it just ain't hitting. It ain't hitting the way that it's supposed to hit. And and it and it bothers me. It bothers me because it's like I want to support it. You know, I re, I really wanna I wanna stand behind you, yeah. but I'll be lying. I'll be a I'll be even worse friend. I'll be a even worse friend. You know, so I just tell them like, you know, man, you know, I you know I listen to Neo Soul a lot, man, and that just ain't my genre, bro. If you need anything else from me, I'll I'll do the best I can. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't even I don't even listen to a lot of a lot of rap anymore. I mean, I'm I've always been a '70s and '80s, um, you know, fan. So I was like, I listen to '70s and '80s music all the time. So you know, this is one I was like, I couldn't even tell you any of the new new artists. I mean, the only the only one that I, I definitely listen to is uh, maybe J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar. Um, J. Cole, yeah. But uh, that's that's really about it. I mean, other than that, it's it's more um, sort of seventies, eighties music. Um, you know, I'm I'm a big fan. I, I love uh, uh, Flying Lotus and Thundercat, Anderson Pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I, I love all their music, but that's yeah, that's really about it. I'm a real big um, neo soul, early '90s R&B type of guy. You know, when uh, music, okay. soul child, poetry, yeah. um, Maxwell. You yeah. know, I, I I listen to a lot of that. You know, so yeah, they don't, have, they, they don't have that anymore. 
Man. I'm listening. I was listening to Maxwell one day and I was just like this, like, ain't no way. Ain't no way this got cleared back then. Like this music was on next level. This was yeah. top tier music back then. Like yeah. I was born, I feel I keep telling people, I was like, I feel like I was just born in the wrong era. Like I'd I'd excelled. Like I'm I was born in 1990, but I didn't grow up like how I was supposed to grow up in the 90s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was a kid through the 90s. If I could have been a teenager, adult in the nineties, I'd have been. I don't, oh, there ain't no where, there ain't no telling where I'd have been. Yeah, now you're nineties boy. You had, to, man, there's so many groups that came out um, and musicians. It's crazy. It's yeah, it's just one of those like I'll see it now. It's like you can't even compare the music that was going on in the nineties to to now. I mean, it's just crazy. It had a whole different air to it, honestly. Yeah. Like I, I was, I mean, I. I still listen to Jill Scott's first uh, album to oh, this day. Oh yeah, love Jill Scott. Yeah, yes, yes. I was just telling my, I was telling my wife that I was like, that was by far one of the best albums I have ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, was Jill Scott's. Um, who is Jill Scott? Um, some words of wisdom that you can share with our audience. You know, something that once this re- episode releases, people may hear it and uh, it may resonate with them, or it may it may hit them a year from now. Mm-hmm. Um, what is what is some words of wisdom that you can you can plant you can plant in the minds of our audience? Um, and this one's been actually on my spirit a lot lately. Have have the same confidence in yourself that others have in you. And um, you know this this actually had um this had this hit me during um d- December and um earlier this month is that people believe in you. You know what I mean? Like people actually be like really have a lot of confidence in you. Like they they see you, they know your potential. You know, I know we always sit back and we talk about like, you know, be, you know, you got to know your worth. You got to do this and X, Y, and Z. But sometimes it's really hard to know your worth when you, 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 you in that space right now. You know what I mean? And there's some people that really are rooting for you. They know you can do it. They know what you can, but you betray their belief every single time because you don't believe in yourself they want you to get on stage and sell that show out but the thing is is that as soon as you get on that stage you get choked up because you don't believe in it and now they the ones that look like a fool and then you sit back and you say that nobody supports you but the reality is is that you don't support you so 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 if i could give anybody anything man like really have that same belief that others have for you they ain't just telling you that shit because that you you close to them they telling you that because they really do believe in you Man, yeah, that, yeah. Some people gonna, yeah, it's gonna hit. Some people gonna love that one because it's, man, I, I just be your number one fan, um, uh-huh. and it's 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 hard. It's hard. You know, people want they want them to to people want outside support and validation, and it's like, man, you get be your number one fan first. You know, that's, you gotta be your number one fan. That's why it's so critical. That you gotta be. You gotta believe in you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta believe in you because when people believe in you. They hoping that you, you they expect you to believe in you first, yeah. you know, but it it it, it just is very frustrating because it's like you know imagine like you training somebody you know he can do it, yeah. but he don't he don't and no matter what I do I can't convince him to believe in him and that's that's frustrating because it's like damn man I just wish you could see what I see and uh, a lot of times what happens is is that it's it's easy for somebody to sit there and it's, it's easy for somebody to see you and believe in you 
because they don't have your voice in their head. They don't have your voice in their head. The problem is, is that we have our voice in our head. We say our flaws. We call out our own negative things. And because of that, it's harder for us to believe in us. So when we get over that hurdle, we're able to do it. So I'm just telling people, you know, you got to believe in people the way that they unbiasedly, unfaithfully, unwaverly be believing in you. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's great. That's great. So that. so right now, I mean, what what projects are you brewing on? What, what things are, are coming down? What no, you. I, I know you probably got ten thousand ideals. You know, every day. You know, what what things do you feel like you want to? Uh, you're, you're focusing on as far as potential projects. As I turn around and look at my um uh, my vision board real quick. All right, all right. So right now, what we actually, I was like, I got, I actually got a lot of stuff coming up. So um, by the end of four, by the end of first quarter, we are going to be dropping some merch. Um, as you can see right now, I am wearing it. Ooh. Um, it's the new uh the the new Meech speaks wear. Nice. Um, this one is more titled uh, Being Human. So uh, it's a little bit more simplistic than the, the graphic tees that I had originally dropped last year. I really want, I'm, I'm really a simplistic, to be honest with you. So I really wanted the fashion to be more towards that. So we're getting ready to drop merch um, by second quarter or third quarter. We will be um, pushing out a mindset journal, 60 day mindset journal. Um, I'm really excited about that. I'm putting I'm putting a lot of meat in this journal and the, re the goal is just you know for us to become a better version of ourselves and what better way to do that than to start jotting down our thoughts yep. by fourth quarter uh I feel like fourth quarter is so far out like you know we'll see where we're at we, we, we'll, we'll see where we're at by fourth but um first quarter of merch and then uh stay tuned for our upcoming uh, mindset journal all right that's great that's great so uh right now I mean what, how can people uh, get connected with you, uh, connect, get connected with all the things you've got going on, merch, podcasts, uh, potential speaking engagements, if, you, if anyone wanted to reach out to you, uh, what, what's the best way of um, getting in touch with you? Uh, and just like that, another episode, um, follow me on Instagram at Meech Speaks. Once again, that's Meech Speech, Speaks. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H, uh, Speaks. Um, link is in the bio for the book, The Extraordinary Thought from Ordinary Mind. Um, the website, Meet Speaks, is also in the bio for all speaking inquiries. Um, you can also email me at demetrius.thig at gmail.com for any um, coach, coaching or speaking inquiries. Yeah, man. It's, uh, other than that, man, this has been a another great episode. Also, too, if you want to, uh, there's different ways of supporting the show. If you... Uh, like to see this show uh if you got any kind of comments on the show uh if you know you have any kind of uh ideals topic ideals or if you want to uh support it you can um go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash the creative brew and for the price of a cup of coffee you can support this episode uh or support the whole show uh completely up to you but uh that's what keeps it help, helps me keep going helps me keep creating content helps me keep bringing on uh inspiring guests like meech and um so yeah that's a, a great way to support the show but uh other than that hey this has been another awesome episode of the creative brew with uh with meech with me uh the show host quantel be cradle stay inspired <laughs>